once again for catching up with Tommy Mack here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. We're also on Facebook Live on 1010XL's Facebook Live. Make sure you tag me, my friend Graham. And we're also streaming on the relevant app, catching up with Tommy Mack on the Vibe. Come check us out. And uh, and uh, be it's an interactive way to engage, man. Just listen to the uh, show and you can uh, write in questions, whatnot. We'll try to answer them the best we can. Uh, lots to get into today. Of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars played their final preseason game on Sunday against Dallas. You know what? They, they look like a team. They look like a team. They had an identity. They had purpose. And that was all throughout the game. I actually watched... Uh, I took a little snooze, you know, a little bit in the third quarter. I'm not going to lie, but I woke up and and finished the game, saw a good good quarter and a half, and the second half, saw the whole first half. Uh, it was good. It was good. We're going to get into that today. Of course, prior to that, Gardner Minshew gets traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. That was an interesting, you know, in the middle of the night kind of move, and you know, the way they did it. But nonetheless, he's out of here. I called that one. I mean, not that I was – you know, I don't get into that, you know, that kind of thing. I shouldn't say that, but I felt like it was time for him to to move. It, it was just, it was time for him to move, and and we got we'll get into that as well. Hey, I do want to start off the show. Happy birthday to my favorite football coach, Tom Coughlin, seventy five today. TC, of course, uh, recently comes out with a story about his beloved wife Judy, who I've known forever. Great family, great people, coach. I wish you a great great birthday you did it right man hey at least in my book i take you as my head coach you know what i still run through a wall just as long as it's in between the studs you know i gotta go through the drywall if i i can't go through a stud anymore back in the day i'd give a stud a run for its money trust me but not not today uh, but did want to wish my coach a uh, a great um birthday uh, all right today's cut day before i get into the 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 game uh, today's cut day you know cut day is a really tough day i saw where my old teammate brant boyer who's a special teams coordinator for the new york jets he always on cut day posts something on social media saying man it's a tough day i want to thank all the guys for their effort you know it's it's hard for us too and we wish you the best and you know hopefully you catch on somewhere else or what have you yada yada uh you know guy Players appreciate that. I've been on both sides of it, right? I've been cut, and then I've 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 made the cut. Um, in 1993, I got cut by the New Orleans Saints. So we played five games that year. The last game was a Monday night football game. I get thrown into the game about like second quarter. A couple guys get hurt, so I play like two quarters, almost a full two and a half quarters, whatever. And I made like I made some plays. I made like six, eight tackles. I I had a pressure on a blitz. I had a nice stop on short yardage. So after the game, you know, I, I think I make the team. And why do I think that? Is because about five veterans, including Joel Schmingy, who ended up playing here, he's like, "Man, congrats! I think you made the team. You want to go out with us?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like first time veterans asked me to do anything. Last game, let's go out. We went out. We hit the town in New Orleans. It was like, man, it's gonna be greater. They're all like, "Hey, congrats! You really balled. You did great. You did great. You did great." So like, awesome. Even get dropped off at like two in the morning. You know, I, Joel Schwing is like, man, congrats, bro. I think you're New Orleans saying. I'm like, awesome. So I'm like going to bed thinking I made the team and phone rings at like seven in the morning, eight, eight o'clock in the morning. Ring, ring, ring. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Tom, it's Coach So-and-so. Uh, Coach Moore needs to see you. Bring your playbook. Okay? All right. The ride's waiting for you downstairs. Click. It's like, oh. And I knew right then and there. I knew it was over. So go to the stadium. Go see Jim Mora. 
total jerk. He had no empathy. He had no sympathy. It was. No, it, I wanted to punch him in the face. I was so like, I was like, you ass. Like, come on, man. Like, where's a little bit of, hey, man, sorry you didn't make it. But he's a guy, ah, you know, we're keeping for you, number five. Just drop your playbook off. And I was like, really, come a little closer, coach. Jerk. Now, I went to see my linebacker coach, Steve Sidwell. He had a tear in his eye. He felt bad. Didn't make me feel that much better, but at least it was done with class. I always thought Jim Moore is a jerk for doing that, and maybe he's changed. I don't know, but it's a tough day, man. It's and you know, look, I know it's you know media. They'll they'll be like, ah, he was just a guy. He was just this. Okay, he wasn't good enough for the fifty three. And a lot of times it's timing. You're just not in the right place at the right time. You know, some of these guys will go and they'll go on other teams, and we've seen it. It happens every year. They just, the timing here is not right for whatever reason. Uh, so have a little empathy today and tomorrow. You know what I mean? I do. These guys go back home, and I've, I've been there. It sucks. Go back home. Got to tell everybody this story. You know, got cut. I'm home. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. It really does. And then look, and then, you know, two years later, 95, first year at the Jags, I'm, I'm down to the wire. I mean, I was a bubble guy. You know, I had to play well that last game. I did. And I remember going out the day of cuts. We, so every Monday, I think it was a Monday, we'd, we'd run hundreds, yeah, even during the season. Now, we didn't have to run them that fast. It was just to get the blood flow and get moving and whatnot. Even after a regular season game on Monday, unless he gave us off because we won and he was in a good mood, we were running hundreds, like around 10 or 12. It was, I mean, it was, you know, you worked up a good sweat. It got you moving a little bit, that type of thing. Um, but we're going out, like, we're walking out to hundred to do the hundreds. And I'm, I keep looking over my shoulder like someone's coming, like someone's. Where's the Turk? By the way, the Turk's the guy that says, hey, bring your book playbook. Coach wants to see you. And he never, never – he came in the room and he never called my name. It was surreal. I was like, wow, did I, I really – did I really make this team? You know, like I'm walking on him. And, and after my first sprint, I'll never forget, Vinny Clark, the starting DB, goes, hey, man, you really balled in the pre – congratulations, you're on the team. And I was like, holy shit, come on. Like, I made the team. Like, it was it was crazy. Now, Coffin right away told me, hey, just because you made it doesn't mean you're staying here. You got to prove yourself every week. So, just look, man, it's a tough day. Some days are, you know, it's a great day for some, and it's a tough day for others. I'll have empathy. I don't have much empathy for the product, you know, like when I watch a team play if they don't play well. Like, you know, oh, this guy didn't play that. And, nah, look, you got to play with purpose every time. You got to play with intensity. You got to play with fire. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give credit where credit's due because that's what your Jaguars did against Dallas. Now, we curve it because you have to curve it. Their starters didn't play, or a lot of them didn't play. Of course, their superstars didn't play on offense. But still, job well done. You did what you had to do. And on Friday, not that it matters because it doesn't, but what I wanted to see, what I was looking for, Trevor to throw a touchdown pass. See the O-line against the starters. That didn't happen. Of course, Trevor threw a couple. Trevor, looked, he looked good. He looked good. And that, that gives me hope. And and every and the way everybody played, I, I'm going to go through. I, a lot of guys stood out. It gives me a little bit of hope, a glimpse, and that's all you can ask for right now. We don't know until we get to Houston, and we're not going to know really probably to the third, fourth week of the season what kind of team we have. And even then, depending how they're doing, we may not know. It might take a little while, but when eventually we just hope that there's a spark. You light the match, right? Light a match. 
blow it up, that type. They want to see that eventually. Hopefully, it's sooner than later. Right now, we're excited. Look, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I mean, Trevor looks great. He does. He he he. That throw to Chanel for the that was the most impressive throw for me, for the touchdown. That was that was a dime, baby. Are you kidding me? A freaking dime that traveled a long way and got there like that. Great job by Chanel getting open. He definitely stood out. But I got to give credit where credit's due. Daryl Bevel, that's attacking. That's attacking. I think every game we should be doing that kind of thing. Whether you start with a run or pass, I don't care. But attack. Go after them. Put the pressure on them. Don't let them don't let them sit back and read and react. No, you put pressure on them and make them do something. Make them change whatever they are. Coverage coming at you with a blitz, whatever at the front, whatever. That's the job. And I really like Joe Cullen. Same deal. Now, defense. I will I look the run D. Third preseason game, they shut him down. So there's credit there. No question about it. I want to see more. You do that against, you know, Houston. You do that against Denver. You keep doing that. Now we're talking. I'll tell you what. Um, I I said it last year. I'm going to say it. I, I feel like I'm, I'm not trying to do this pat on the back thing because I, I don't. But I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, you know, I, I always thought Devon Hamilton was going to be a star. I really did. I was always like, that kid's going to be a star. He's going to be a star. Even when he wasn't playing well last year, I was like, he's too big. He's too quick. He had six and a half sacks from the interior position his last year at Ohio State. So I'm like, this kid's got to have something. He's got something. You go watch. I watched the uh, the replay a little bit. Uh, and, man, that guy's tough to move. He penetrates. He's, he's really, really good. Very happy for Devon Hamilton uh, making his mark. I'm going to go through a list real quick. Just guys that stood out to me, not in any particular order. Okay, I already mentioned Chenault. Of course he did. Trevor, without a doubt, that's without question. By the way, you know what I like also about Trevor? And I always tell you, what's the number one thing rookie QBs have to go through? The pounding. Standing there and delivering the rock, even though you're getting drilled, even though you know it's coming, even though you you, you just got hit the play before. That kid stands there. He stands there tall. He stands there tough. Now, that doesn't mean I want him getting hit all the time, but he stands there strong. And I'll tell you what, our old line played better. Walker Little, you're on my list. You must have saw the polar bear video, huh? Nice job, Graham. Bat, 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 bat. That's right. He was. He was punching with those hands. He wasn't absorbing. He was trying to get those hands out, and you got to. That's the only way you can stop those guys from getting to the quarterback. And keep, it's like jabbing somebody in a boxing match. That jab keeps them at bay, like keeps them away from you. And he did a great job. Look, I thought Jawan Taylor played well and really you know, bounced back from not a so good performance the week and the week before or two weeks before, uh, I thought he played well. I thought overall the O-line. Look, I told you, Shatley can play center. He can. And I'm telling you what, in a pinch, and I may even do it just for to do it, Linder would make a great guard. That's a big son of a gun at guard. He's a big son of a gun at center. But Shatley, I like. you can. He can play center. I don't think Shatley can play guard. Different, see? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have some mass at guard. And Shatley's a big dude. If he'd walked in there, I'd be like, oh, man, I shouldn't have said you were little. But I'm not saying he's little because <laughs> he's a big guy. But he's not as thick and as big as a guard needs to be. So I look, I, look let's see how this whole thing works out. I thought some of the uh, – um, I don't have his name. 77 look good. He's a big uh, – he's got two last names. What's that? Wallace Sims. Wallace Sims looked really good. He stood out. Um 
I thought the uh, I thought Barch did a, did a nice job. Shatley always does a nice job. I thought overall they did a nice 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 job. Richardson did a nice job. Look, you got to curve it, got to keep it where it is. We'll see what happens against Houston. But I like those guys. I thought they did a great job. C.J. Henderson, yeah, man, I'm glad you. Whatever you're going through doesn't matter. I'm glad you're feeling good. You're feeling strong. It looks like you're feeling healthy. I'm pulling for you, man. I, I think it's awesome uh, that you uh, you you've uh, you've really turned it on, man, big time. Love seeing that, Cisco, player. That kid's a player. Can't wait to see what he can do. Um, without question, Ozigbo. Oh, Z- oh, that guy, yeah. I he, Carlos Hyde. I know his money. He's pounder. I don't know James. You see James Robinson run over that one defender. What was that? Was that a, that was a run to the right side? Guy came up like had the angle. Everything. He he just went right through him. Guy went and off. That's a. That's when you're in a meeting room. That, by the way, that's never happened to me. I don't care who the running back was. It's never ever happened to me. Um, and you, you can debate that if you want. Um, but if it does happen, the worst thing you're in film that next day. You're like, oh gosh, here comes the play, and you know it's coming. It's you know it doesn't matter how many good plays you had before. You know the bad one's coming, and the the, the coach is going to rewind it probably about three times. So enjoy that one, whoever he ran over. But he's up. Uh, he, he's powerful enough. I don't know if you need uh, Carlos Hyde. I tell you, and I like the speed and quickness of a Zigbo. He looked, he looked really good. All right, uh, um, Lampo. That's the way, man. Don't let this crap. Oh, he was three and six in practice. Who cares? We're talking practice. We're talking games. Nails them all. I love it. I love seeing Josh Lambo score those points. We're going to need him. Oh, Shags. I'm not calling him O'Shaughnessy anymore. Shaughnessy. McConnell O'Shaughnessy. I had a quarterback uh, who wasn't O'Shaughnessy. He was Shaughnessy. Call him Shags. So I'm calling O'Shaughnessy O'Shags from now on, if I can remember that. It's in my notes. But O'Shags look good. Manhurts look good. All right, so they look good. Overall, two things that happened that I wanted to see. The touchdown, he threw multiple. Great. And you know what else happened? In my opinion, Urban took over. Urban took over. And that's the kind of coaching I want to see. That's the kind of attack I want to see. That's identity. That's playing with a purpose, with fire. It's a fist fight out there, man. We got to win that rumble, right? Socius versus uh, the greasers. Be whichever side you want. I don't care. You're going to the rumble on game day. No question about it. Gardner Minshew will take his rumble up to Philadelphia. You know, I wish him nothing but the best. I do. And I think he may fit pretty decently in that offensive scheme. I think maybe it fits him a little bit better. Look, I like Gardner. What he did coming off the bench in week one, that was phenomenal. Even that game, 22 or 25, I think. I mean, he scorched them. And that year, he had a very good year. There's no doubt about that. Um, They didn't have a very good team. So, you know, he didn't have a lot around him. The offensive line wasn't very good. The defense wasn't very good in 19. Uh, 2020, they weren't very good at all on either side of the ball. So, you know, his demise, if you want to call it that, it's not totally his fault. But at the end of the day, I think what it, what with all that, we found out what he is. And he's a scrapper. Uh, I think Urban called him a warrior. Cool. No problem. Um, but he's limited physically. He's limited in arm strength. You see it. Doesn't mean you can't get by with that based on anticipation throws and maybe shorter throws and maybe getting in the pocket or uh, in the in the shotgun and getting it out quick. But he doesn't have the arm that can beat a game plan. 
And when a defense coordinator knows your weaknesses and they attack those weaknesses, if you don't have the arm to combat that, because an arm is what? It's the equalizer. It is. Bring you know now, granted, you gotta have it upstairs too. Don't get me wrong. You can't be a dummy out there, but it is. It's the it's the pure equalizer of uh of of going against a defensive coordinator. If I've got a cannon, I got a chance. I, I do. No matter the pressure, no matter the coverage, nothing. If I've got a cannon and I know what I'm doing upstairs and I know where to put that ball, I I, I always will have a chance in the National Football League. Gardner didn't have that. It just is what it is. Now, did is it a fair shake? I think he got a fair shake. You know, I don't the reps, look, the this whole rep thing so did he look he looked fine Sunday. I mean, I mean, maybe they saved his arm. I don't know. Look at the, the – he didn't miss that much. And by the way, not knowing what our defense is capable of, I'm not that concerned that, you know, Gardner took 30%. How many plays a game or a practice do you think that is anyway? Ten? Eight? How many plays do they run in practice? Not 70. They don't. They run maybe 40? Maybe he gets 12, 10. It's not that big of a deal. The game reps are what's count. I like what I saw out of the game. I think we can put that argument to rest. All right, so very good job. I'm, I'm, I, I saw Logman on the way in, my good friend Jeff Logman. He does Tuesday's show here on 1010 with Jaguars today. I'll be back on Friday. We'll do the show, and then we'll come back in here and do the podcast, getting, I don't know, getting ready for Labor Day weekend. College ball, man, coming, everything. Went to a high school game on Friday. Nice uh, versus uh, Panavidra. Uh, my daughter's a senior at PV. Good game. I mean, first of all, the atmosphere was awesome. Uh, PV was in all black. Nice was in all white. They came out to Metallica's Enter Sandman. I mean, it was like I came walking in. I was like, yeah, this is great. Like, Enter Sandman. I'm, I'm feeling awesome. And it was a hard-fought battle. Hey, congrats to Nice. Nice hadn't beaten PV in like 12 years or 11 years. And it's funny, the announcer's like, don't storm the field. I'm like, seriously, of course they're going to storm the field. They haven't won in a decade. They stormed the field. It was great. Look, I I like that stuff. I, I They're not my team, but I felt good for them. I was like, hey, they they fought hard. It was it, They won it fair and square, and uh, they were the better team. And they are allowed to to storm the field. They didn't take down any goalposts and no crap like that. They didn't spit on the, the center field. You know, they didn't stomp on it. They just stormed the field. It was great. I love high school ball. The only thing I don't like about it, actually I do like about it, but I don't, there's no replay. You know what I mean? Like you, where, where you get used to the replay. Like, oh, well, let's see, did the kid step out? Did he not? Oh, did he almost catch it? Oh, what what happened? Oh, look at the replay. And high school ball, you're like, hey, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, it was a great time. Football's here. You know how I feel about the game. I absolutely love it. I'm on my way over to the horse's mouth. Got a lot to do. Kevin Hardy's my guest with uh, Sammy Kavars and Lonnie Marks. We're going to talk a little ball and we do some other fun things. Got some games lined up. And uh, I hope you all have a great day out there. Keep, keep kicking that ass, man. And, and when the Jags play well, come on. Come on. You know, here in Jacksonville makes you feel pretty good. Like, you got a spring in your step. You're talking, you're all at the water cooler. Well, actually, no, you're all at the Zoom, on a Zoom call with a water bottle. Maybe that's the same kind of thing, talking stories, telling stories, and whatnot. All right, have a great day out there. Until next time, be safe, stay cool, and we'll see you right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mack.
on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com, on their Facebook page, and, of course, on the relevant app. See you Friday.